You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily Penn State Nittany Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Nittany Lions. It is Wednesday, October 3rd. I'm your host, Stephen Pianovich. Penn State is on its bye week this week. But we are going to kind of turn the page here on the Ohio State game, the Ohio State loss, and uh, kind of look ahead to where Penn State really gets from here. And we're going to put a little more positive spin on things after after it's been, it's been some tough talk about Penn State's uh, one-point loss for the second straight year against the Buckeyes and you know not getting the ball to Trace Sorley on fourth down. Like, those things will always be relevant and could be bring some anger when Penn State fans think and talk about them. And we had some of that. We had some unpacking of it and maybe it'll give you some closure. I don't know, but we did talk about Penn State coming up short against Ohio State again on Monday's show with John McGonigal from the Center Daily Times. We got into it a little more with Audrey Snyder of The Athletic, uh, just kind of in the Ohio State-Penn State aftermath. That was on Tuesday's show. So I highly encourage you, if you are looking for and haven't heard our Ohio State-Penn State breakdowns yet, to go back and listen to those shows. Uh, since the bye week and since it was such a big game and game where you could, a game that you could talk about, some of these games you could talk about in 10 minutes, but this game you can really dive into so many different aspects of it. And we did that on Monday and Tuesday. So if you've missed that, I encourage you to go back and get that. Locked on Nittany Lines, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You should subscribe to the show and then you won't miss an episode because we have a fresh one each weekday during the season. Uh, Also, leave us a rating and review while you're there. We really, really appreciate that. And it helps other Penn State fans find the show. So thank you to all who listen, subscribe, and have left us ratings and reviews. It is greatly appreciated. But now, Penn State's on his bye week. James Franklin didn't have his usual Tuesday press conference yesterday, but he did talk a little bit. We'll get into a little bit of that later. We do have, uh, I'm going to make things a little more positive today. I, I think that's what Penn State needs moving forward. We have our big question of the week, the BQ of the W this week, and it's about how can Penn State still make the college football playoff? It's a good question because it is still very possible. Uh, and we'll look at the different routes Penn State has, different paths. They're you know, much narrower now. And the odds are, are longer than they were a week ago and with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter against Ohio State. But there is still a way for Penn State to certainly make the playoff. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into the top five reasons to still be optimistic about this Penn State season uh, in our next in our weekly top five, which is on coming up in our second segment. And then we also have Penn State trivia today. I'm going to read a Penn State trivia question at the end of our first segment here. We'll get to the answer in the last segment. So it'll give you something to think about over the next 20, 25 minutes or so. But yeah, we're going to have a positive day because the last two days have been a little depressing after uh, discussing the Penn State Ohio State game. But honestly, we'll get into this. I think Penn State obviously still has a lot to play for, and they have so many big games left. I mean, there's no Ohio State game, but man, the, the schedule's packed with uh, 
a lot more entertaining football in the next two months here. Uh, so let's start today with our big question of the week. And yes, it is, can Penn State still make the college football playoff? Sorry, let me rephrase that. It is how can Penn State still make the college football playoff? Because yes, the answer is yes, Penn State can still do it. How do they do it? So there's a precedent for one loss teams to get into the playoff. It happened, has happened a lot over the last few years. Alabama had a loss last year, didn't win its conference, got in and won the national championship. Penn State's not Alabama. Let's not let's be clear about that. But still, there is some precedent out there established by the committee. So a one-loss team, even without a conference championship, might be able to get in. We'll see. Here's what is good for Penn State and its standing moving forward. It's only loss as of now. And the committee knows that this is a very talented team that unless Penn State loses again is going to hover in that top, let's say there's a couple more losses in the next two, two or three weeks. If Penn State keeps winning... By the next time, by the time the college football playoff rankings come out in the end of October, I believe, Penn State will probably be a top eight or nine team if they beat the next three opponents that they play. Uh, and then the only blemish against them, too, is a loss, a one point loss against a team that, unless Ohio State gets a huge upset pulled against it, will be undefeated. And in the top two or three, maybe the number one team in the country, if Alabama and Georgia slip up or in Clemson, maybe the number one team in the country uh, by the end of October. Who knows? So Penn State still, if they can get to eight and one, seven and one, eight and one, by the time those those college football playoff rankings come out, they'll still be in pretty good standing. Um, also, and and. There's another thing is Penn State's schedule is jam-packed with these games they're going to get that are against good and ranked teams. There's Michigan State will probably be ranked when they play next week. Iowa could very well be in the top 25. Iowa is 3-1, and one, only lost to Wisconsin. Three easy games between them and Penn State at the end of the month. When they visit on October 27th, I think the Hawkeyes could definitely be in the top 25. And then Penn State has, after that, has back-to-back games against Michigan and Wisconsin, who you expect will both be ranked when Penn State plays them. They could possibly be in the top 15, top 12, top 10. So Penn State's going to have some resume boosters for sure on the schedule coming up. Of course, you know, with those tough games, there's much more opportunity to lose, but that's not what today is about. Today's show is about positivity, so don't worry about that for now. The bad news, I say this show is about positivity, and I lead off the next sentence by saying the bad news. Well, sorry. The bad news for Penn State is it can't win the Big Ten unless Ohio State loses twice, and that really, really does not look like it's going to happen. Ohio State's Big Ten schedule this year is so much easier than Penn State's. Uh, Just from the, the crossover games that Ohio State plays are against Minnesota, Nebraska, and Purdue Penn State, of course, has Wisconsin and Iowa and Illinois, but Ohio State avoids Wisconsin and Iowa, who (laughs) uh, Ohio State and its fans are probably very happy to avoid Iowa this year after what happened in 2017. But unless Ohio State loses twice, and you could maybe see them slipping up at Michigan State, slipping up at home against Michigan, 
something really weird would have to happen where they would lose to maybe a Maryland or Purdue. But one loss is seems unlikely right now for them, and two losses seems improbable, almost impossible. So can Penn State get in to the college football playoff if Ohio State runs the table and wins the Big Ten? There, there's also a chance there you would you would need a lot to go wrong for everyone in front of you. Probably a two-loss champ in the Pac-12 and, and maybe the ACC. If Clemson slips up a little bit, definitely needed a loss from Notre Dame. So root hard for Virginia Tech this weekend. Go Hokies. Uh, and then you, maybe you think if Alabama just cleans up in the SEC and beats everyone by a couple touchdowns and really those LSUs and Georgias and Auburns all at least have one or two losses each, Maybe Penn State slips ahead of them too, and they they all get they, they all got drubbed by Alabama. Maybe there's some way that Penn State could to could weave its way into the top four. That's it's a possibility. There's a path out there. Is the point? It's not unprecedented. There's a chance. Here are there's actually and there's science and math behind this, not just my speculation. Uh, so ESPN has this thing called a college football playoff predictor. And uh, it currently gives Penn State a 16% chance to make the playoff after the loss to Ohio State, which doesn't sound great, but honestly, all things considered, it's not that bad. It's actually the uh, the seventh best mark in the country looking at it here. And you can find this, just Google ESPN's college football playoff predictor. I know 538 does this later in the season where they kind of update the standings as games go, and you can see the different calculations for different teams. It's fascinating. Um but only six teams are ahead of Penn State in this percentages here to make the college football playoff, and that's Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. So those are some of the teams you want to root against if you are Penn State. Uh, so Penn State has a 16% chance to make the playoff right now. ESPN gives Penn State a 22.2% chance to win out those seven remaining games, five of which could be could be very tough, or four of which, I guess I should say. I don't know if I want to lump Maryland in there or not. Maybe. Let's say four of which are going to be tough. Um, but it's possible. It's definitely possible. And here's the kicker. If Penn State wins out, according to ESPN stats writer Seth Walder, he tweeted this on Saturday night, if Penn State does win out, there's a 53% chance to make the playoff. So if Penn State can rally and plays well down the stretch and finishes 11-1, and one, given the numbers and given how things normally will shake out in a college football season, it's better than a coin flip that Penn State will be among those four teams selected. So, hey, it's still possible. National title, maybe even a Big Ten title, is still possible for Penn State this season. I And weirdly enough, here's the thing. Weirdly enough, even after the loss and the horrible final half of the fourth quarter i think penn state is better than i thought they were (laughs) viewing where they were against ohio state because the offense can be great and we know that and the defense rose to the occasion there and i think maybe can be really good in the second half of the season here in the last seven games so penn state might be a really legit title contender this year national title contender there is a chance just have to keep rooting for penn state and root for a bunch of chaos at the top of the polls. All right, so that is our B 
big question of the week this week. Let me know what you think. If you have a question, a suggestion for this segment for, we could even do another one this week or for something next week, please let me know. You can tweet at us. We are at LockedOnNittany on Twitter. You can also tweet at me, at Spianovich. That's at S-P-I-A-N-O-V-I-C-H. You can also find us, Locked On Nittany Lions, on Facebook and email us, LockedOnNittanyLions at gmail.com. If you'd like to ask us a question or just have any general comments, questions, concerns about the show. All right. So we have to step away for a break really quickly. But when we come back, uh, we're going to have stay on the positive train. Uh, We're going to have the top five reasons to still be really excited about Penn State football this year. Stay with us here on Locked On Nittany Lions. If you're looking for Penn State tickets this season, or just looking for tickets to any sporting event or concert, I highly recommend that you check out Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers who can receive $20 off their first purchase of $200 or more. Go to the App Store or Google Play, download the Vivid Seats app, and Locked On listeners can use the promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N to get $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer on Vivid Seats. Every purchase on Vivid Seats is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app, enter the promo code Locked On and get $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. All right, welcome back to Locked On Nittany Lines. I'm Steven Pianovich. I realized that before we went to break, I didn't even I didn't even read the trivia. I said I was going to do it at the end of the first segment, and I lied to you, unfortunately. But the good news is I have the trivia right here for today. We will get to these answers uh, on the third segment of our show in just a few minutes. But you can you know think them over now. Pause things in between the next two segments if you really want to think this over. I have two trivia questions for you today. Here is the first one. Penn State uh, has lost to Ohio State by one point in each of the last two seasons. Prior to that loss in 2017, what was the last game that Penn State lost by one point? So I'll give you a hint. It was been in the last decade, and it was a it was a game against a Big Ten team. It was a conference game. So good luck with that. And then here's another one. Uh, Penn State has started four and one six times in the last 20 seasons. So dating back to 1998, I guess it's 21 seasons if we're counting 98. But since 98, Penn State started four and one, exactly four and one, six times. What's been their best finish out of those six times? So think those over. Think over when Penn State started four and one. Think over when they lost by one point. And uh, we're going to read the answers at the end of today's show. All right. But we are moving on. 
Now to our top five of this week, which is the top five reasons to still be very excited about Penn State this season. All right, and here they are, number five. Pain, pain can be a good motivator. That's reason number five. I think Penn State can be, use this loss. I think they can use this loss to be a better team. I think they were a better team for most of that game on Saturday night. And I think they can still, with that in mind and with the lessons they hopefully learned in this loss, be really good down the stretch here. And and this is what James Franklin said about it on, on Tuesday when he was asked. He said, quote, obviously this is painful and it hurts, but I do think that when used the right way, this can continue, this can fuel us to continue to grow and continue to take that next step. End quote. So if Penn State can do that, I think they'll be a much better team than the one you saw against App State or even at times when they were they weren't clicking all the way against in that game against Pitt in the game against Illinois. So I think this team can get better, and I think it will get better. Um, number four on this list of reasons to be excited about Penn State this year, there's still so much young talent that is not even close to being its full potential out there. It's it's crazy. There's so much young talent. You look at Pat Fryermuth has gotten he, the strides he's made in one month. He is their go-to tight end right now, and he is a freshman. Micah Parsons has been on the field a ton. You saw some of his great closing speed in a a tremendous tackle he made uh, in the first half against Ohio State. Uh, He has been really good, and I I expect him to continue to get a couple more snaps here and there, and I I expect him to make some big plays, uh, whether it's a sack or an interception or a tackle for loss somewhere in the next couple weeks. K.J. Hamlin, what more can you say? 93-yard touchdown, he is lightning fast it's amazing and it seems like he's going to be okay after it appeared to be a head injury that forced him out of the game on saturday night but with the bye week this week and what things are looking like it looks like kj hamler is going to be all right uh jesse lakita linebackers made a lunch place even like ricky slade who has spelled miles sanders and he, you can even i don't want to throw miles sanders in here but these guys who are first year starters i think are you're starting to see them kind of get better and it's it all kind of culminates in this team moving in the right direction, even after a, a very disappointing setback. All right, number three reason to still be excited about Penn State this season. There's no Ohio State, but the schedule is still crammed with big games. We talked about this earlier. And sure, like those are chances that all decent chances that a Penn State could drop the second game of its season and really, really hit like that letdown point. But the thing was, like, after the Michigan State game last year, Penn State still had three games to play in November, but they were against Rutgers, Nebraska, and Maryland. And it was just like, ugh, well, we know we're going to win the next three games. Let's just do it. They won them all by 15, 20, 30 points, whatever it was. And you just you figured they'd go to a, to a nice uh, New Year's Six Bowl game, and they did. But just there was just after that Michigan State loss last year, it was the rest of that November. It was just kind of you tuned in every Saturday and you went to the games and all that. But it wasn't it wasn't like it will be this year when you're still playing these really high stakes games against, like we mentioned earlier, a lot of ranked teams. Uh, number two on this list, and I guess this is going to sound repetitive, but it is a great reason. Is Penn State has gotten noticeably better. 
Yeah, I've kind of mentioned this in reason number five and reason number four, but Penn State has made huge strides this season, and I think they will be, they should be better on October 13th against Michigan State than they were at the beginning of September 29th against Ohio State. They should be better October 27th against Iowa, and so on. And I think that is that should give us people hope that this team can can close us out and finish 11 and one. As I, I think it's possible, I think it's more possible than that 22 percentage that ESPN has given it just because I think this team has gotten better in the last five weeks. All right. The number one reason to still be excited about Penn State football this year, Trace McSorley. That's it. So I don't really need to say much more. It's kind of like Barkley last year. You, uh, but like, this is even more final. Like you knew Saquon was leaving, so you had to cherish it. But Trace McSorley is certainly leaving. He has eight, maybe more fingers crossed games left in a Penn State uniform. He's going to wear that number nine out there, and he still has an okay chance at getting the Heisman. He still is going to make a lot of highlight reel plays, and it's it's great to watch him with the football, whatever he does with it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm sure people are always going to be salty about the fourth down call, and he probably is in the back of his head, but I kind of expect him to be kind of Tim Tebow-like from 10 years ago, and he said, like, I promise no one's going to work harder than us And to, to, after they lost to Ole Miss. I think it's going to be something similar to that where Trace McSorley is rallying these his teammates and stuff and saying that, hey, I, I don't want to go out of my senior season with with this feeling again. So I expect a, a lot from Trace McSorley in the next two months, and it should be fun to watch. All right, so that is this week's top five. We're stepping away for another quick break. But when we come back, we'll get into those answers from this week's Penn State Trivia. All right, welcome back to Locked on Nittany Lines. We're going to close out today's show with uh, the answers to our trivia questions from today, which, uh, yeah, again, I said it was going to be about positivity and one of the questions is about another one-point loss. This one didn't stink as much, though. Not sure if you came up with it. It was in the 2014 season was Penn State's last loss by one point before these two to Ohio State. In a surprising twist, it came against Maryland. It was 20-19. to That was uh, the game where Maryland refused to shake hands before the game which is very strange. The whole thing was very strange. Um, yeah, Penn State had a lot of disappointing losses that season, that 2014 year. Uh, so yeah, 2019 in 2014, the Nittany Lions lost to the Terps. And then the other part of the trivia question, Penn State has started 4-1 and one six times since 1998. In which of those years did they have their best finish? That came in 2009 when they went 11 and two. So it's Daryl Clark and the and the gang, uh, the BLSU, in the uh, the Capital One Bowl that year, the Citrus Bowl. Anyway, they went. Uh, they started four and one twice under James Franklin. Uh, last year they were five and zero. Oh. They were four and one in 2014 and 2015 with some. Uh, I guess the schedules were just kind of easy those years. They finished seven and six both of those seasons. Uh, they started four and one in 2011 before going nine and four. They started four and one in 2002, 
and in 98, they won nine games both of those seasons. So that is this week's Penn State trivia, and that will do it for today's episode of Locked on Nittany Lions. Thank you, as always, for listening. Yes, it is a bye week, but we are not taking a bye on the podcast this week. We'll have uh, plenty more to talk about. We're going to get into uh, a little more about James Franklin you know, in one of these shows later this week. So make sure you tune in for that and uh, tune in next week or maybe even later this week. We're going to have stuff about Michigan State and looking forward for the rest of Penn State's 2018 season. Thank you, as always, for listening. I will talk to you tomorrow.